Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We welcome you to the Cross Country Mortgage Campus here in Berea. I'm Jason Gibbs, and this is another episode of the best podcast available coming up on the program today. Second-year running back Jerome Ford sits down with us to talk about OTAs, his offseason, and new special teams coordinator Bubba Ventrone. First and foremost, some takeaways from OTAs so far. We are in week two of OTAs. There are only two weeks, shortened by a week, mandatory minicamp coming up next week, and then it's summer vacation for the football staff in anticipation of the 2023 regular season. From QB1 to Sean Watson, earlier this week at the Browns Foundation golf outing last week, really the first time actually on the field throwing full-speed routes against defenders. He said the timing is going to come. They've been spending a lot of time in the film room and outside of the building. Chemistry and connection of just being around each other and knowing how we're going to react to certain situations is definitely good. QB and the wide receivers working on getting up to speed. And that's what OTAs and mandatory minicamp are all about. Going from the classroom to the football field and executing things. Head coach Kevin Stefanski in some other notes as well, offering positive updates on the recovery of Pro Bowl wide receiver Amari Cooper, who underwent core muscle surgery earlier in the offseason, said Stefanski, he expects Cooper to be ready for training camp. He will start doing some things with the team as early as this week. A good sign for the Pro Bowl wide receiver and for this Cleveland Browns team, especially when it comes to getting on that same page with QB1 Deshaun Watson. For in terms of guys that have stood out this week at OTAs, well, Marquise Goodwin has definitely made his presence known. A lot of openings and taking advantage of certain mismatches and situations. Marquise Goodwin had a great first week of OTAs that has carried into week two of OTAs. Rodney McLeod looking right at home in his new defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz's defense, not really his new DC. They were together in Philadelphia and won a Super Bowl, but McLeod coming over from the Colts, looking right at home in terms of captaining this defense as they get ready for 2023. Also, Nick Harris, fourth-year center, rookie center Luke Whipler, both guys playing some guard, learning the interior offensive line positions, obviously with Ethan Posick playing center here. Those two looking for some playing time. It could come in the form of the guard positions, especially in training camp and in the preseason, just adding more depth to that vaunted Browns offensive line. And then tight end Jordan Aikens, another guy worth watching. He's made his presence known early on, a big favorite and a big target for one Deshaun Watson. That is a look at what has been happening here at OTAs. Time now for a chance to meet Jerome Ford and get to know Jerome Ford a little bit better as well. The second year running back 
13 games in his rookie campaign, eight carries, but made his presence known on the special team side of things, averaging over 24 yards per return in just 30 attempts in 2022. He's a guy that I know Bubba Ventrone is excited about. I know Stump Mitchell and Alex Van Pelt on the offensive side are excited at what he can do as well with Kareem Hunt not coming back. Jerome Ford, number two running back on that depth chart. And he's gotten a lot of work here in the offseason. Here's his thoughts on his new special teams coordinator, Bubba Ventrone, his goals going into 2023 and year two as an NFL pro. Have a listen. All right, here on the best podcast available with running back Jerome Ford. Second year, my friend. And how nice has it been to actually have an offseason? Because college-wise, there is no offseason between college and, and when you get drafted, essentially. There's not really a lot of downtime. How's the offseason been your first as an NFL veteran now? Uh, it's been great, in my opinion. Um, like you said, you get that time off and you got a little bit more money to spend. So you go, go on vacation, uh, a lot of vacation, see family, friends, hang out a little bit more. Um, not too many obligations to, you know, keep your body up. You know, you're not going to let yourself fall too far, but still, you know, get to have a little bit of fun. I believe our strength guys probably wouldn't let you uh, allow you to get out of shape too much. Yeah. The, the, the buffet tour can't be too long. So, but a little fun. You mentioned you did a little vacationing so far. Where have you been? Uh, I went to Mexico in March, Houston in January, and I've been back and forth from here to Tampa all offseason. Okay. All right. And and Tampa because I believe uh, you have a little one. Yep. I'm from born and raised in Tampa, um, and my daughter lives in Tampa, so I go back to visit. Okay. Now, you told me she's one. One going on like 21, I'm assuming? (sighs) Yeah. She got, she like this tall, she got, she like her bucket hat, she wears shades, she walk up to you, if her shades falling off, she'd be like, you know, fix my shades. She pointed her shades, put them on her, she walk around like she cool. It <laughs> sounds like my 19 year old. I still ask, she still wants me to do those things. I tell her politely, you're an adult now, you deal with this. <laughs> um, you, you, you went to Houston, where in Mexico did you go? Uh, Cancun. Ooh. With the like Cancun. Cancun. Uh, all-inclusive or? Uh, all-inclusive. The only way to travel. All-inclusive, definitely all-inclusive. And we kind of just like, um, we stayed on a resort for the most part. A couple times, just like an island that we boat to. We took like a shady like <laughs> boat across to this island, Isla Mujeres, I think. Yeah, oh yeah. We went over there, so it was pretty fun, I think. No, that's I, I did that. It, it ends up being a booze cruise. Yeah. There's... A lot of multicolored drinks you should definitely avoid. Stick to the stick to the beers and you'll be fine. Otherwise, you don't get out of bed the next day and you waste an entire day. Not that I would know from any experience. Talking with Jerome Ford, running back here, second-year vet. Uh, biggest difference from year one to year two? Uh, confidence. Uh, I feel like I'm a lot more confident in what I'm doing. Uh, I don't, I'm not unsure. I kind of know how to move around the facility. Uh, I know how to handle myself in meetings. It's not as nerve-wracking, like everything isn't new. So now it's just like coming in here and, you know, going to the right people to get the right help, get the things I need. Stump Mitchell in year two, what are his expectations? And how much do they change from rookie year to now, like you said, you know where you need to be and where you need to go? And what are his expectations here in year two? Coach Stump, you know, when I first got here, I think it's like a thing with the new, new people and rookies, you know, he on you, tight, everything. And I think this year he kind of backed up off of me, let me, you know, do what I do. And he coached me up. And, like, it's been really fun. 
you know, not being the guy that he get on all the time. We got a new guy in there, so you know, that's a pretty good running back room too. It but is. I mean, you you definitely there's always a fight for the opportunities. And what what are the biggest things that you've worked on that you've been focused on here in the off season as as we count down the days to training camp? A uh, pass pro, knowing who to block, where to go, uh, route running, and like you know, like Coach Stump always tell us, we know you can run the ball. He tell us all. You know, we know you can run the ball, just do you know what to do, uh, what to do, when to do it, how you're supposed to do it. So as you get more and more comfortable in this offense, uh, you have a quarterback now that is, is here for the entire season. And, and last year, I mean, it was a challenge. You, 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 Jacoby did a great job, but then, you know, 11 games in, you got to make a – there's a quarterback change, and that changes the philosophy on things a little bit. What's it been like to have a little more stability and, and having one guy at Dobbs' back as well uh, under center? What's it been like just to, to have Watson there the entire time? Uh, it's fun. Um, like, you know, in the last few games that he did play, you see that he break the pocket. Like, he, he real strong in the pocket. He almost looked like a running back breaking tackles in the pocket. But, you know, just when he's scrambling, making sure that we, you know, get – on the same page as him, his terminology, and you know, like it just feel good to know that like throughout the season, it's gonna be the same thing throughout. You know, we don't have to worry about too many changes and we out here pretty much building that connection to get ready for the season. All right, best moment from your rookie season? Best moment from my rookie season. Tough questions, I know. Beating the Bengals. Beating the Bengals. I'm in on that, Halloween night. Yep, beating the Bengals. Boy, the, the, the show in the stands, almost as good as the show on the field. Yeah, my girlfriend's family is like a – they're from Cincinnati, so they're big Bengals, big Bengals fans. And, like, we go at it all the time. Like, they take pictures of – when we lost against the Bengals in Cincinnati, they in the stands taking pictures of me with my head down, like, pain. Like, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, we talk trash every day about the Bengals Browns. Well, and here we go, week one. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. I mean, the schedule maker right off the get-go, uh, three or three of the first four against AFC North teams. Like, you're going to know where you stand pretty early here. Right. I think it's going to be fun, a good challenge, you know. They're probably one of the best teams in our division. I think, didn't they win a division last year? They did. Yes, and Joe, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, I think it's going to be good. Good players, good team. Yeah, indeed. I think we're pretty good, too, though. So, yeah. it, as we take a look at things and you're moving forward, uh, we've got a couple more weeks. OTAs, mandatory mini camp, and then it's a it's a shorter vacation because we're back early. It's uh, it's a little bit longer of a preseason. Shout out to Joe Thomas for continuing to overachieve and forcing us all to come back early. I always take a shot at him every week about that. Um, what do you want to work on? What are your goals when you leave here for those six week period? I know it's a chance to get away and, and decompress uh, and really relax a little bit before you get into things, but I know you're still working on stuff. What do you want to work on? Uh, I want to be like 100% on everything that I know and solid so that when the time comes and we in camp, I can play freely, run around as much as I want to without thinking too much. I know my job, know what I got to do. And uh, I can show the coaches, Deshaun, my teammates, everybody that, um, I know what I'm doing, and I can contribute to the team. Well, a place you contributed to the team a year ago was on special teams, new special teams coordinator, and Bubba Ventrone. What's it been like working with Bubba? And uh, uh, I know there's some new rules with the whole kick returns, and the ball's going to be coming out to the 25-yard line. If, if we take a knee now, they, the uh, owners just passed new rules yesterday uh, from a special team standpoint. But What's it been like working with Bubba and uh, impressions on him so far? It's been great. It's been fun. Uh, 
he came from Indiana, and that's a dude from that they had a returner, number 34, Isaiah Rogers. He also from Tampa. And like, you know, uh, I kind of got went from him. He's like, yeah, coach a good dude. And pretty much everything he told me was true. Um, another guy that was at, was there for through, um, I think, mini camp last year. He played Cincinnati with me. He told me it was good. Then I came in, got to see it for myself. And ever, since day one, he'd been helpful, good, checking on me, making sure everything good, teaching me everything that he can in the short time he done been here. How, how important is it? Maybe it's not important, but do you think it's important that, you know, he played and he played here at a high level on special teams? I think it's really big. He actually go in there and show, off, show his film off sometimes. But uh, I think it's really good, um, you know, having somebody that, that you can relate to that's, that's done it, been through it, know what you're going through and how stressful it can be and relating to you. I think that's pretty good. And he's still kind of young. He still he could still play. I think we had him on uh, Browns Daily the other day, and I, I think he wanted to go out and do some things after. I always see him working out in the gym. It's quite humbling from my standpoint. Yeah, I'm not Baco over here behind the camera either. Um, it, it, when you take a look at this football team as a whole, I mean, a lot of, most of the pieces are back. Yeah, you've got some new pieces as well in here, but uh, the the core of this football team is back. How important is that to return as many guys as you can year in and year out? I think it's really important. It helps with the chemistry of the team. And with us bringing in so many new guys, it, help, it helps us gel easier with those vets and those people coming back, you know, just helping out the new people and, you know, continuing to build chemistry with the people that have been here. I feel like uh, going into the season, our chemistry like will pretty much drive us to be the best. All right, favorite food? Chicken, any kind of chicken, fried chicken, grilled is there, chicken. Is there a go-to place here? Go-to place uh, for for food in general. Whenever I'm going, when I when I want something fancy, I go to like a marble room. But when I'm chilling, I'm like a Chick Fil A, Swenson's. I don't got a Swenson's in Florida, but yeah. Swenson's burger. I get a Swenson's burger, yeah. triple cheeseburger. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chick Fil A breakfast. Highly underrated. Yeah, I get the what is the mini? Yeah, the sliders. Yep. All right. See, we're on the same page on that. I love Chick Fil A breakfast. If you didn't tell, um, where go to uh, go to spot here in town outside a marble room? Where else do you like to go? Uh, eating wise or just anything? Just anything. What do you like to do? I like to fish. You do. It's, Joe Thomas actually hooked me up with this um, with a guy. He like a pretty much like a great fisherman, won national titles. And we're going on Lake Erie this Saturday. And then Friday, I'm going to Jefferson, Ohio to go fishing. I met a dude on Twitter. I made a post asking where the good fishing spots were. I met a dude on Twitter named Darren. And he got this huge lake. And it's like, you know, like you pretty much cast out. You can pretty much throw anything out there and the bass will hit it. So I've, I've pretty much been going fishing a lot lately. All right, now fish in Tampa? Yes. Favorite fish down there to catch and eat? Catch and eat, I I like flounder. Okay. Saltwater fishing, flounder. I love saltwater fish over freshwater. Uh, and tilapia. Okay. All right. Anything else we should know about you? Maybe uh maybe a little twitch. Oh yeah, I got a twitch stream. Um, I this stream. is your chance to this is your chance to hype this. I pretty much stream any video games, scary games, fun games, Madden. I play myself on Madden sometimes. Um, my Twitch is Rome underscore, no, wait, Rome813, Rome813TV. That is my Twitch name. So, yeah, I pretty much stream. I haven't been streaming since we've been at OTAs. 
Focused. Lock focused. in. <laughs> but yep. Coach Stump, focused. <laughs> as soon as OTA is over, I'll be back streaming. I might even start a little bit earlier than that. Hey, Jerome, we appreciate the time. Congratulations on a great first year. Looking forward to much more here in year two and beyond, and uh, looking forward to what this offense can be here as we get into 2023. Appreciate the time. Enjoy some downtime. Enjoy that little one. Good luck. Put a Fitbit on her. Yeah. <laughs> Count your steps that way. That's what I did with my grandson. So I appreciate the time. Right. Thank you. Thanks to Jerome Ford, wishing him all the best here the rest of the offseason through mandatory minicamp. And I know he's going to take some time to get away, but everybody will be back in mid-July as they get ready for the 2023 season. And right now, Jerome Ford, number two on that depth chart. It'll be interesting to see how things transpire here for a guy that has a lot of promise, both on offense and on special teams. OTAs, they go through Friday. And then mandatory minicamp. Monday, June 5th, Tuesday, June 6th, Wednesday, June 7th, and Thursday, June 8th. Everybody will be here. It is the dress rehearsal for the 2023 season. Everybody getting some work. Most of the work will happen on Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday, some finishing touches before everybody disperses for summer break, which will be about five and a half, six weeks long. Reporting back the week of July 17th and then July 22nd, everybody's down at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, and away we go for the 2023 season. Thanks to Anthony Bacco for all of his hard work. Thanks to Yellowstone for all of his hard work. Thanks to Jerome Ford for his time. We are back next week with the latest from Mandatory Minicamp. I'm Jason Gibbs, and thanks for listening to the best podcast available. <laughs>